Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I want to care so badly, but I just don't give a fuck at all. Paula? You are done. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, episode 217. That's pretty good considering you have a cold. Yeah, well, right before we started, I muted it and coughed my lungs out. So <laughs> Did you get all that phlegm out of your tried my out best. Of your body. Tried at least for the best. next next ten minutes. Gonna fake so. it till I can make it. Well, that's what we all do, don't we? Yeah. That's it, that's it. So welcome to the ugly truth. Thanks for downloading the show, and I hope everyone had a safe and sane Fourth of July. Mine was beyond safe and sane. <laughs> yeah, ours was pretty sucked. safe as well. Yes. So anyway, well, before we get into our recap of what we did over the holiday week, really quick, I jinxed ourselves not too long ago. I, Daryl and I had been talking about how Bodega hadn't killed a skunk in almost a year. Oh, really? And, and even our neighbors, they said, since you moved in, our neighborhood does not have a skunk problem anymore. There used to be skunks that would literally run willy-nilly throughout the neighborhood. Wow. Just like wantonly acting like they own the place. And then we moved in and Bodega basically killed out the population. He, erad- it, he eradicated basically he, he all did. the skunks. All of them. They were no longer reproducing. The den had been cleaned out by Bodega's regular kills. And so we were thinking, oh, wow, we got him. And so we're like, wow, year four, no kills. I mean, he killed a possum over the winter, but Mm -hmm. that was nothing. And so the day before, so the 3rd of July this week, laying in bed, all of a sudden we were just getting ready to go to bed. And I go, oh, I heard something weird outside. sounds like a human tried to like climb the fence or something. It was really weird. Mm -hmm. So Daryl goes out to the deck and Bodega had killed a skunk right oh, by our bedroom no. window. Oh, gross. And so our room was fumigated with skunk spray, like really, really bad. And our garage, because he killed it on the side over by the garage door. Right. And so <laughs> Daryl goes, oh, my God. And either it was really, really bad or we forgot how bad it is when he does this. You know, and I think it, you probably forgot. I think we did too. And so we close everything up. Daryl goes out there and he goes, it's gone. The skunk is gone. I'm like, what? Daryl uh, Bodega had taken his kill over to where he normally kills the skunks and laid it out oh. <laughs> like, like a prize. And so he's like, okay, fine. So he goes over there with his trusty black garbage bag and snow shovel to clean up the dead. God. And so he pushes the shovel uh, under the, the the dead animal, and Bodega thinks the animal's still alive, and so he grabs it by the face <laughs> and tries to take off with it, thinking he hadn't done his job. Oh no! And Daryl's like, no! So he drops. Bring it. that back here. I mean, my God, we're it's a it's a dead it's roadkill it's dead it's so gross and it smells so bad. And so he finally cleans it up, and he walks away with the skunk. 
to go get rid of it. And Bodega starts smelling around where he had dropped the thing. And he starts rolling in it. Gross. And I'm like, I told him, I said, I think he was just so thrilled to have finally killed something that he was celebrating by rolling around in this gross skunk smell. So, of course, our dog just reeks. I know. Just reeks. I'm hoping that this 100 degree weather we're having this weekend will burn it off bake it off (laughs) i'm really hoping because he can't come in i mean he does but it's really bad and then the next night a family of raccoons decide that they want to invade our house and of course you know bodega has killed raccoons before small ones instead they they wisened up and they saw that there was you know a wolf-like predator right and i was you know what that's the thing i was wondering it's like you know Predators like wolves and mountain lions and even bears, when they sense that something's not right, they run away. But these dumb little animals like skunks and raccoons and possums and squirrels, they don't. They have like a Napoleon complex. Well, you know, possums don't see very well. That's one excuse. I'm just saying, I'm letting you know, they don't see very well. They don't, but they hear, and there's a lot of hissing, and instead of dropping off and running away, they just stand their ground like a fool. Yeah. And skunks are stupid, that I've learned, you know, 15 kills leads me to believe that they are dumb. Well, all they've got is the spray, and clearly that doesn't deter Bodega. No, but it doesn't. What what shocks me is that these little vermin type creatures, these little critters, they don't run away from danger. It's like they're either too dumb or they think that somehow they've convinced themselves that like, now I'll get away with it. I'll get away this time, even though there's an 85 pound dog, you know, that looks like a wolf staring at me. Eh. I'll get away with it. Well, that's (laughs) that's why they're pretty low on the food chain. (laughs) Right. So anyway, it's been an adventurous week. And I said, well, that's what I get for, you know, for boldly declaring that our neighborhood is clear of skunks. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. <sighs> but that's just our luck, right? That's Murphy's Law. Every time you think, you know, nothing can go wrong, something will always go wrong. I and guess. So that's one good thing about not having that. And then, you know, <laughs> not that this is a wrong thing, but we're going to lead into Fourth of July. Daryl got a smoker, a meat smoker for his for Father's Day. Oh, okay. And so when you come over for UFC, rest assured you'll be having smoked meat. I'll have some sort of smoked meat that I have to try. <laughs> yes, I think he's trying to think he, he wants to do a brisket. And so I've had smoked chicken, smoked pork loin, smoked ribs. And hopefully this weekend I won't have anything smoked because what's funny is I actually don't like smoked flavored food. Oh, okay. It's not my favorite. I mean, ribs are good, but I just, everything tastes like camping to me. Everything. Right. Tastes like campfire. And he smells like campfire all the time. (laughs) All the time now. Right. He's absolutely in heaven. It was a great gift and I'm so happy for him. But yeah, we've got like 15 pounds of smoked meats in our fridge right now. And I'm like, we've got to start giving this away. You've got to stop cooking all this food. That's so, a, that's a lot of meat. If there are there are so many ribs. He goes, well, Tyler's gonna my my son. He's gonna come over and take a bunch of these ribs. I'm like, well, I certainly hope so because you've tried to eat your weight in ribs, and we still have quite a few ribs left. You know? Just wait until he goes fishing, and then you're gonna have to try smoked fish or smoked <sighs> trout or smoked oh salmon god. or something. Oh my god! Some other kind of smoked. You know. uh, 
I know. Fish. I know. And he's he's already talking about trying to make his own jerky. <laughs> um, there's been discussions. I'm surprised of... that hasn't happened already. Well, he used up long ago in his previous life, he had a beef jerky maker back in the day when they made little appliances for yeah, every kind that. of thing. I think thing. dad had one of those. I think, didn't, did we or did we not try to make our own fruit roll-ups at one point, with I'm the, positive. You know that commercial. I remember, remember that it commercial? was like it's like a little canister, and it had coils. Yeah. I think and it on had the like inside two, and two or three shelves. And you could Wendy, our stepmom at the time, <laughs> she was trying to do like fruit things. But Dad, yes. he made like oh my god, he made pounds <laughs> and pounds of beef jerky, and he loved right. it. Well, that's why his cholesterol was so high. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> that and all the salami and the uh, oh, God, yeah, pickled that's vegetables true. and summer sausage and, and chorizo. Yeah, that, that has nothing to do with your cholesterol levels yeah, at that's all. That's probably true. So it's been an adventurous week <laughs> with a lot of smoked meats and skunks and raccoons and. All of that. Luckily, I mean, I hope it was luckily. You, aside from catching a cold in Reno, I assume that it was a lovely break from our heat. Uh, Yeah, so basically, here's the thing about birthdays is what I've discovered because we've Mm. we've had this happen to us before with Ryan when you don't plan something you actually find yourself compensating for the fact that you didn't plan something yeah the guilt and then the birthday just gets out of control it's the birthday that never ends it goes on and on my friend it would have been better if we had just done a birthday party and then we could have been done with it jamie it's not over it's still what her birthday hasn't actually even happened yet right and so we still have more to do (laughs) so basically on this last sunday we took her to this trampoline place you know those giant trampoline places where it's just a bunch of sweaty kids jumping around maybe that's where you got your cold i've been to so many children places well there you go well the whole last weekend she had some cousins from out of town And so we went to this place called Wacky Tacky, which is just like a giant jungle gym. They went swimming. Then we went to the trampoline place and we invited some friends and her other cousin came. It was just a jam packed weekend. That should have been the end of it, right? That's what I thought. But we already had made the reservations at the hotel. And so we drive to Reno like a day later and we get there and because she knows that this hotel thing is her deal she believes that she can just tell everybody what we're doing oh and so she says well first we're gonna do this and next we're gonna do that and so you know we indulge her because we're, we're just like we, we we don't really have any plans and right. so you were just going up to have a good time for the day or night right so we spend like you know four hours at at this arcade place and then we go to the candy the little candy store that they have and then um she didn't really want to go to the bowling place but she wanted to go to the swim place but by the time we got to the swim place it they were getting ready to close because it was almost eight o'clock and so then we went to eat and then we went back up to the room and she rented a movie wow 
she was disappointed they didn't have a bathtub in the room. It was only a shower. Did she, she want to take, soak? She wanted to take a bath. Um, well, well, then well. The next morning, we had to order room service. Well, let's just be so. clear. You didn't have to do anything. Well, but. no, we didn't have to, but these were all the things that she had wanted to do. Sure, sure. Were you at least secretly irritated yet? I'm just wondering. <laughs> Not too terribly because, you know, Victor and I were able to break... We took turns with them at the arcade, so, uh, like, okay. you know, when he was at the arcade, I would go and gamble for, like, an hour. Oh, well, that's kind of nice. Yeah, and then, you know, when I was upstairs with them watching the movie, he went downstairs and he gambled for, like, you know, an hour. What's kind of nice about that, though, is, you know, this wasn't the forced family fun thing where you're like, that's it! We're going to stay together and we're going to have no. fun. No, not at all. That's good. We had plenty of time. And then the next day, like I said, you know, the kids and I, I was exhausted uh, <laughs> because I didn't sleep the whole night. Oh, no. What was cool is our hotel room. When we booked, we asked him if there were any fireworks and they said, we're not doing any fireworks, but the hotel um, across the way is. And so we'll put you in the room oh. facing the hotel fireworks well that's nice do you know what's funny is that it's been over a year or a year since you took ryan to that hotel to Mm -hmm. celebrate his birthday with just reckless abandon and Mm -hmm. isn't it funny that they remember and they're like oh no no one's getting one up on me i too am going to the hotel and i run the joint for 24 hours I know. They I know. just will not. And they won't. I mean, like a dog with a bone, they won't let it go. I, I remember that that happens so many times because, you know, I have a gaggle of children. And so one gets one thing. I remember one time, seriously, I threw a, a party, a, a slumber party for Mackenzie when she was like nine. Mm-hmm. And she invited like five or six friends over. And her sister, Natalie, was so pissed that she got a party for no reason that she summoned her mother to our house to tell us that it wasn't fair. I'm not kidding. It was that bad. And I said, well, now you can bet your ass that I will never throw you a summer party. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, it's, it, but it happens. It, but that's the thing with sibling rivalry. It can be as passive aggressive as, as Olivia going, Oh, no, we're going to the hotel for my birthday. Or it can be something like, how dare you have a party? I mean, it can get that bad. That's ridiculous. So here's the thing is, it's her actual birthday is this Saturday. Oh, so we still have a week of celebration. She says, well, my birthday. She's all, well, what are we going to do for my birthday? And I'm like, what do you mean? (sighs) And she says, well, my birthday is on Saturday. She's like, you know, can we have some like people over or something? Oh, my God. Did you tell her no? I said, you are done. (laughs) I said, you are done. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. 
Hey Hugs, July 11th is the third annual Amazon Prime Day. It's one of the world's best days to shop online. You're going to find hundreds of thousands of deals on everything you're into. Yeah, everything. And the new deals are going to start as often as every five minutes for 30 hours straight. And those deals are not limited to just stuff. That includes every platform, video, music, reading, and even voice shopping. Hi, Alexa. So what do you got to do? Well, you've got to start your 30-day free trial if you're not already a Prime member, and then download the free Amazon app so you'll never miss any deal that comes up. You can watch the deals 24 hours before they're live. You can even tap watch this deal and the app is going to alert you when it's time to go shopping. Duh. As always, thank you so much for supporting the ugly truth. Bye. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting uglytruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. birthday she's 23 today yes i know i can't believe she's 23 only or old no only yeah, or or old i mean it's just no you she's know. lived she's lived a life for 23 she's lived quite yeah the life she has already she's married and everything so for her that seems to be age appropriate so <laughs> yes i just you know what though it's funny there seems to be this trend of her age group getting married and it and a lot of guys in her age group are in the military and mm-hmm. they just don't have any desire to wait and i don't know if it is a resurgence of the old days when you just got married and you knew what you knew and that was the end of it or if it's marriage is not till the till death do us part so if it doesn't work out well then it just doesn't work out like i can't tell which it is because most people that I knew that got married at 20 and 21 and 22 are no longer married to that person. So it's hard to tell. I don't think people get married with the the thought that they're going to get divorced. So, well, I hope not, but, but a lot of people might think it's not like if it doesn't work out, it's the end of our life. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I do think people have that mentality. Marriage isn't like it used to be where people go, if you're there, that's it that's the person till you die. You know, I don't yeah. think that attitude is there anymore. I think if you're really lucky, you find someone that you can, you know, grow old with and, you know, and, and the, the exceptions to the rule when they get married super young and they've made it. I mean, I do know some couples who got married out of high school and are still married, but not as many as I know that didn't stay together. So, I mean, I don't really know what the appropriate age is to get married. You know, I watch that show House Hunters all the time. Oh, my God, we do, too. (laughs) There's always young couples, which I perceive to be as young couples. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, like 24, 25, and they're married and they're looking to buy their first house. And to me, that seems pretty young. That seems young to me, too. But they've already graduated college. They have jobs. And so, right. I mean, at what age would they do it? I don't know. You no, know, when it, I right. got married the second time, mm-hmm. I was almost 27 or me I was too. 26. Yeah. Me and too. So, no, wait, I was older than that. I was 27 when Daryl and I got married. I was 27. 
Yeah, I don't know. 28. I don't remember. 27 or 28. I can't remember. <laughs> you know, and that seemed like an appropriate age. Yeah, it did. Well, because really the, what, what it is, is people should get married when they really know who they are. They know what they like. I, I mean, if you, you've heard it a gajillion times that when you're in your early 20s, the thing that you like in your early 20s is not the same thing you'll like in a partner when you're in your late 20s or early 30s. Mm-hmm. And this may seem weird and this is a little existential, but, you know, we're living a lot longer than back in the day. People aren't dying of heart attacks at 55 like they used to. We're living to like the late 90s now. Yeah. And when you think about that and how young 20 sounds when you have another 80 years to go, that seems like... You could give it a couple of years before you take the plunge like marriage, you know, I mean, that's it's a big step. But I also think that marriage is not as sacred as it used to be as far as the mentality when you get into it. I definitely think people get married at all ages and they're truly in love. I don't doubt that for a moment. But what I wonder is, is the severity, like the seriousness of what that means to be married to someone, has that has that changed? And that's why this trend of getting married because you can't live together is no big deal anymore because it doesn't feel like it's as sacred as it used to be, if that makes sense. Well, I think it just comes back to that same goal is, you know, once women get out of high school or, Mm -hmm. you know, men get out of high school, what's the next step? Well, you get married. And for some people, yeah. For sure. Well, for, for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of girls that I either went to school with or I worked with mm-hmm. who've gone to school and then they immediately got married and, you know, became stay at home moms. And yep. I'm just like, what a waste, you know, <laughs> like, why would you even bother going to school to college? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm I like know. your parents must hate you. Well, it'd be very difficult. It'd be very difficult to watch your daughter go through an expensive education simply to fall in love and just shack up and that's the end of it. You're going to be the most educated PTA mom there is or or it passes and you go, you know what? I've got this education. I can literally go do whatever I want and go do it. I mean, I don't know, but I'm with you. See, but that's the thing. It's like, what's the rush? That's always been my thing with anyone who who isn't done percolating. You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm not talking about my daughter specifically. I'm talking about anybody, man or woman, who isn't done doing, but you know what? This all comes from experience. You only feel this way when you're our age. When you're in your 20s, it doesn't feel like it will ever end. It will never be bad. It will always be this way. And so that's why people get married because they Mm -hmm. think this is it. We're going to do it. You know, we're going to be the, we're going to be the exception to the rule, you know, and maybe they are, you know, that's the thing is there's no absolutes, but I, I do wish that people would think it through a little bit. I'm sure, you know, it's so funny because, you know, Daryl and I will be married 20 years in August. Wow. Which I never thought would happen, by the way. (laughs) I never thought anyone could handle me for that long because I'm not easy. But we were talking about how I, I, and I asked them this during, I think every anniversary we go, we have this discussion where we talk about the day we got married, whereas I was ready to dip. Like two hours before the, the ceremony, I was, I, you probably remember this. I was like, you know, I could leave right now and no one would hate me for it. Mm-hmm. Like it would be done. 
And I asked Daryl, I go, didn't you feel that way? Didn't anyone tell you, you know, you can back out any time? You don't, nothing's permanent yet. It's just money, whatever. And he goes, no, I was ready. He was like standing at the altar waiting. <laughs> and, you know, mom's like, you know, you can just turn around right now. You don't have to do this. <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I can't. And I think it's just the idea of being able to walk out is so freeing. You know, like I'm doing this of my own will. It wasn't even nerves. It was just that this it's this huge commitment. I was just like, yeah, I don't have to do this if I don't want to. And it's really freeing to know that. You know what? And when it came for me, I don't know about you, but when I did it, I was like, I really can't can't imagine being anywhere else. This is kind and it wasn't a settling thing. It was like. I kind of went with my gut on it. We had been through so much crap before we even got married that that it felt like if we can get through all of that shit, mm-hmm. what? how much worse can it possibly be? Fast forward eight years and it got worse, but we got through yeah. it. You know, we got through it, b- but not because of me, but because of him, because he's like, I don't want to be divorced twice. So <laughs> it was yeah. a selfish motive, but you know, whatever, it worked. But yeah, I just... Everything is cyclical, but I always see I see this trend now where people are getting married kind of young, moving forward, getting their house really early and, you know, kind of establishing themselves before they're even 30. And, um, you know, so I think things just trend. They just trend. It it used to be that way back in the old days. You know, they get married at 18 and be done with it. Well, I'm kind of jealous. I mean, to be honest, (laughs) really, you know, well, they're in better, you know, state than I am because. Or I tried to do what they did, and then right. it just didn't work out for me. But yeah, it'll it'll come back around. But I yeah, well, you know, like the trend of women having babies in their late thirties, early forties, like yeah. that seems to be winding down a little. We're going back to you know, people are having their babies younger. It's I mean, it's not things that you tangibly notice, but you do kind of start noticing. Like a lot of Mackenzie's friends, she's twenty one. They're pregnant. They're All pregnant. Right. And they're happy as hell, you know? And I'm thinking, man, when I got pregnant at 20, it was a big freaking deal. Like, people were like, I'm so sorry, you know? (laughs) Now it's not like that. You know what? They said the same thing to me, but I was 26. So I think the difference is if you're married or not. Well, I really think that's yeah. what makes the difference is true. You know, cuz I when I got pregnant with Ryan, people asked me like where are you going to keep it? Are you going to put it up for adoption? <laughs> oh my you god. Know, what? When are you when are you guys getting married? Yeah, and, that did happen. That you did know, happen. I I had all those questions then when I got pregnant with Olivia, it was just like, "Oh, congratulations. We're so great." And I'm yeah, just like, "So what made the difference?" The I don't get it. Oh, ring. because we're married. That's yeah. the, that's the difference. I you know. were the same person that asked me if I was going to keep it when I, I got know. pregnant with Ryan. When I was pregnant, with Mackenzie, I was not. We were dating, but I was not married to the to the person. And mm-hmm. my one friend that I told, she's like, "Oh fuck!" But it wasn't because I was, you know, too young or couldn't take care of the baby. It was just like, "Fuck, I know," you know. And it it's one of those things when you're a woman. Clearly, I'm keeping it. I'm three. I'm, I'm twelve weeks pregnant. I've just de- I've decided that I'm going through with it. <laughs> you know, this right. is not going to be. And so it's like. I'm so sorry because it's not even it's not that babies are a bad thing. It's just it completely alters your path completely. And just, you know, and I don't know if being married necessarily 
makes it any easier when you're going through it if you're super young. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot. I mean, I guess it just helps to have someone else to go through the the trauma of becoming a parent. <laughs> yes, it's true. You know, at least when you're true. married, you know, you have someone legally required to be, be with there. you. It was funny because I read something. I don't remember what it was. Maybe Daryl. Oh, no. Daryl, it works with someone who had a, a baby in June. And it was a little boy and it was really, it's, it was just, it's a, a blessing for them and all of their family, you know, their parents, everybody's over the moon, first grandbaby and all that stuff. And he was, he goes, well, how's it going? How's it, how are you, how's it being, you know, being a dad? And he goes, I am exhausted. Mm-hmm. No one, it's really hard. And I said, and he's like, it really is. And you know what? No one's going to tell you that you have to learn on your own. The right. pleasure, the pleasure of people not telling you, that's like the one benefit of having a kid and then someone else has a kid and you're like, no one told me it was going to be this difficult. I go, yeah, they don't tell you on purpose because yeah. then no one would Well, have because them. no one wants to be the asshole, you know, <laughs> so no true. one wants to be the one that just says you're going to have times where you're sitting there where it's screaming and you're going to be like, I hate you, <laughs> you know, you've ruined my life. Yes. Oh, and then they ruin your body. But oh, so speaking of sadness on 4th of July, you know, when our kids were young, we had awesome neighbors, friends, and we'd all get together and we'd have those really, you you went to several of those events where yeah. we'd have the street, they'd put the ladders up and we'd all buy like 50, 60 bucks worth of fireworks. And then all the dads would go out and do the dad thing and we'd have the mm-hmm. big display. Well, those days have come to an end, obviously, because all the kids grow up, people move away and, you know, that's just the way it is. And last year... Our neighbors all came out and lit off fireworks. So we had like a whole court full of really fun, you know, safe and sane fireworks. And everybody yeah. was like, hooray! And it was really fun. We're like, oh, I love this neighborhood. This is so great. This year, no one's home. It is desolation angels. And we have like $50 worth of fireworks. Kenzie is off with her boyfriend up at Lake Shasta. And he's a fireman, and so they were in charge of the Lake Shasta fireworks this year. So she was gone. Oh. Malia did not have anywhere to go, so she was home with us. And the three of us, you know, after Daryl made 12 pounds of smoked ribs, uh, <laughs> we had no, we, I said, this is the most depressing 4th of July ever. And I said, my God. So we went out. We lit our little fireworks. Malia was afraid that something was going to catch on fire. That was, it was fun, but it was just the three of us. And who wants to hang out with their parents when you're 16? I mean, no one, no one wants to do that. So I said, well, I think we've officially squeezed out the last drop of any kind of hometown fun when it comes to fireworks, at least until grandkids start showing up, which could be forever. So we've decided we need to go somewhere to watch fireworks from now on. We're just we're past it. It is so damn depressing. It's like one of those things where you go, well, an era has ended it's over. The The kids are grown. Well, I mean, you might be able to bring it back when you guys start having grandkids and things like that, but... Maybe, but we'll be... They'll be like, should we invite your parents over? <laughs> That's what it's going to be. They're going to invite us over to their well, house. Well, maybe they'll be glad to come to your house so they don't have to do it, you know, and don't have maybe. to spend the money on well, fireworks. Fireworks are true. expensive. We could dangle the, the cash carrot, I suppose. Dangle the carrot and be like, come over. We'll buy we everything. Smoke. We have smoked brisket. We have many smoked <laughs> meats. 
your grandpa's been smoking meats. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I swear to God, Paula, I swear to God. That is so funny. And I feel, and I, it's like, I don't feel bad, but I, I, but I'm so happy he's excited. Like he had, he bought like four or five bags of different flavored, you know, wood for smoking. Oh. So there's like, there's peach and apple and cherry and hickory and he even bought wine barrel flavored and i mean it's he's so excited and he's like oh and he's trying to show me everything and i'm looking i'm like i why are you showing me this i don't care i'm sorry i i want to care so badly but i just don't give a fuck at all it's like when victor starts talking to me about things like that and i start moving my arms like a robot and i'm all cannot compute (laughs) i'm just like my eyes start to glaze over and when he like tries to show me like the video from the manufacturer on his phone i'm just like why why are you showing me this i don't care i'm sorry i want to care but i just don't care he's like well i know you don't care and i said can we just move past this point of euphoria and just let this be your thing i just don't i bought it for you that's it that's my participation please right but and i feel like and i'm such an asshole you know it's not like i can at all be happy for him for more than 10 minutes you know that's why i'm the worst when it comes to birthdays and stuff i'm like you not like you but me it's like I would barely do anything on her actual birthday. I'd be like, yes, happy birthday. Thanks for ruining my body. Congratulations. You're eight. <laughs> right. How old you are. You know, but I, I do get it. I do. It, it's just, it's gotten completely out of control. But I know, I know. Oh, and so even though we have no actual celebratory event for, fire, for fireworks on 4th of July, Malia is a cheerleader and the fundraiser, of course, is working the fireworks booth. Oh, get to do that again, huh? There, we already did it. Uh, we did it the first day, thank goodness. So we just set up everything. That's our job, was just setting up and putting up posters and, and you know, putting inventory out to make it look fancy. And I'm just like, thank God. Because there's nothing more horrendous than being in a wooden shack with explosives and being on concrete at a grocery store parking lot when it's 105 like there's just nothing it's almost like a punishment of some kind and so luckily there was a breeze it wasn't so bad but man alive that's the longest three hours of your life it really is the longest three hours of your life jeez they couldn't even do two hours like shifts why three there that's just the shifts they break them up into three hours they think that's nothing and i'm like it is the longest three hours you get there and you're like all right let's go and then they're saying oh well the fire the fire department hasn't come yet to approve the structure so we can't sell anything until they come and sign off on it uh, so-and-so forgot the petty cash. So we literally can't even do anything. So we're just standing there for three hours waiting, you know. I would have sat in my car in the air conditioning and waited until I saw, <laughs> you know, proof of life around the structure. And then the moment that we're set up, some guy walks up and wants to buy $100 worth of fireworks. And I'm the only one that has the app for the square set up. So I have to be the one to do it. And you have to slide the square. If you've ever used the square at any school function or football game, they stick into your earplug outlet on your iPhone. And then you can swipe the credit card. And the oh, app, right, that thing. Yeah, the app picks it up, and then you just, you know, blah, 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 and you text them the receipt. And it's really cool, except when someone like me uses it, when I can't 
succinctly swipe a credit card through smoothly and oh, I have God. to do it like five times. And it's, of course, it's a guy and he's being nice, but he's like, ugh. God, why can't she just swipe the damn card? I'd be like, because I'm a girl and I can't do anything. I'm inept. My nails are too long. I don't understand. They're tacky. I can't do it. No, I I did finally get it. But it was just like, why do I have to be the one? I'm the least. I'm the one that wants to be here the least. Why am God, I the one that I'm has so to do I'm so bad this? at those hand swipe things. Uh, but I hate the chip things, too. I don't know. My hands are shaky already. So, I mean, <laughs> trying to do it, I'd be like, Whoa. Would you give Michael J. Fox a run for his money? <laughs> yeah, really? Jesus. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> let's let's move on from the the depressing Fourth of July. Although it does sound like you guys had a good time for the most part, so that's yes, good. we did, we did. What's the small surprise? You're not pregnant, uh, right? I'm not. No, that would Thank be a very Lord. large surprise. That would be a oh fuck. That would surprise me. So <laughs> yes, no. A small surprise is yes. We're moving. Oh thank God. Where are you moving? We found a house that we are moving to. So it's here in Oak Grove. Where you are? It's not in Reno or anything like that. No, it's here in Oak Grove. It's literally like a quarter mile from our apartment. Oh, nice! I found the ad on Sunday. I think Mm -hmm. I replied to it. We went and looked at the house on Monday. It's the three bedroom, two bath. Oh my god! Everyone gets their own room. It's got a little yard. There's no grass. It's like a deserty oh, yeah. theme. Yes. But that's okay yeah. because it probably will make picking up the dog poop a little easier. Well, not only like that, but now you don't have to mow anything. You don't no. have to pay anybody to come do it. No, but I'll probably um, have Victor build me like some planter boxes or something like that so I can sure. still do my little gardening or whatever yeah of course the best news is it's still in our school boundaries oh my gosh what a relief i know right what a relief it's five hundred dollars more than our rent which is not bad actually not at all it's really good yeah we are going to sign the contract tonight and give the you know prorated rent and deposit and then we will give our 30-day notice here. So, And you'll move out within th- less than 30 days, I assume. We get the keys tonight. It's ready. Oh, my God, Paula. So, You're going to be like, I'm taking my sleeping bag and my animals, and I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. I know. I know, right? Well, so yeah. we have to move right away. And the only reason being is because Victor's going to be leaving for Washington, and he's going to be gone for three weeks. So you definitely have to get that done. Victor's thinking about hiring movers um, just because they can basically move everything in a day. And it would be like $400. So, Well, it might be worth the investment if you can get the deposit back. I mean, we have savings and this is what we've been saving for. That's true. Even if this place is kind of trashed after they move it. Yeah. As long as I don't have to move anything big, I can take all the small stuff because I have 30 days. Yeah, that's true. To, to get it moved. And so... But you would really, I mean, I would think once you're, once you're actually sleeping in that house, you're never going to want to go back. You're just never... Probably not, but I mean, I'm going to want to go back and get like, you know, the little things that we just didn't get, like the stupid stuff, you know? Sure. Like, I don't know, can openers and (laughs) coffee pots. Right. Oh, God, you're going to break. That'll be the first thing you pack. Yeah, right. Coffee. 
Well, congratulations. Oh, my goodness. I know. I can't believe it. We're so nervous. Olivia started crying. Why? <laughs> she said she didn't want to leave. Too bad. I like, know. come with. Welcome, welcome to reality, sister. This is it. She, she just said we had too many good memories here. But I think what it is is, is just change. You know, change. Yeah, and, um, you know, her little neighbor friends are here. And mm-hmm. I think it's just the fear of the unknown. But, you know, she struggled with moving from the last house. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what, what the, the I feel like you're, is. you're just going to have to deal with it. You're just going to have to yeah. accept it. And you're going to get your own room. And you're going to have so much room. You're not going to even know what to do with yourself. Yeah. So. It's going to feel like a palace compared to the matchbox. I know. And it's so nice in there. It's got is like it? laminate and tile oh, and I'm all so that stuff. I'm so happy for you. Oh, God. What a relief. I'm so scared. I'm afraid we're going to mess it up or something like you're that. You're going to totally mess it up. <laughs> That's what people do. I know. We messed stuff up. That's I'm all. Just, I don't want to do that as a renter. I'm scared. The only thing I'm nervous about is she mm. doesn't do a lease. She only does month to month. Oh, shit. So. That sucks. That's a little scary. Is uh, she, yeah. She could come in and be like, nah, I don't like you guys. Get out. So anyways, but yep. So the search is finally, the search is over. We will, what is it? The search is over. We na, 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 na. I don't remember that song. I remember it, but I don't remember it. I don't mm. either. So I love that song. Anyway. All right. Well, why don't we do our ugly and awkward moments of the week? Obviously, I've been talking about the hotel all week, and um, (laughs) I was not there when they took the bags to the rooms, like did the unpacking or something like that. I don't really know where I was. I don't know if I was at like one of the stores or if I was gambling or if I was getting a coffee or something like that. But for some reason, I just don't remember being there immediately when the three of them went upstairs to the room. That's weird. So you, you were probably getting a coffee or something. Something. And so when I went upstairs, um, they had all like, you know, all the bags were unpacked and everything like that. And so um, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So the day that we left, I said, well, we're just going to hang out for a little bit and pack up and stuff. I'm like, why don't you go downstairs and gamble a little bit if you want to? He's like, okay. And mm-hmm. so I started packing up all the bags, the shoes, blah, 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 all this stuff. So yeah, we get, I pack up the whole room and we get home and Victor comes to me when we've all changed our clothes. And he's just like, have you seen my comfy shorts? Because he has these shorts. They're like his shorts, you know, like the <laughs> ones he wears all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. And I'm like, where where did you have him last? And he's just like, at the hotel. Well, where at the hotel? And he's just like, they were in the top drawer. I remember seeing them in the top drawer. And he's, I'm like, with like the white t-shirts and stuff like that. And he's like, well, did you pack the top drawer? Uh, I don't remember packing the top drawer. The top, so, so you left them all at home? No, the top drawer in the hotel. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. What was in there besides his shorts? 
he had a couple of like white t-shirts and then he had like this electronic adapter to one of his like phone things oh, and no. I'm just like oh my god and so I get on the phone I call the hotel they transfer me to lost and found lost and found <laughs> doesn't hand up have them so they transfer me to housekeeping housekeeping doesn't have them housekeeping basically they say that if they come upon them they'll send them to us and charge the credit card on file so I'm hoping they find them, but so far the clothes have not been identified, have not been located. Oh no. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'm just like, I'm sure someone's got that room. And I'm like, what if they, you know, just like (laughs) didn't check the drawer or they check the drawer and they're just like, what is this? There's clothes in here. (laughs) Hey, these shirts are kind of comfy. I don't know. I'm keeping these. Wow. So I feel so bad because Victor's had those shorts for years. Oh, no. Years. That sucks. (sighs) Forgetfulness. It's an UG trait. Well, it's a regular trait. Well, I mean, but I told him, I'm like, why did you put them in the drawer? And he's just like, oh, because Ryan put his clothes in the drawer. Because when we go to hotels, we never put our clothes in the drawers. I was going to say, you know, that's we keep everything in the bags. I do, too. It was funny when we... Um, Daryl likes to do that, by the way. He likes to unpack and put stuff in drawers when we're in hotels. And I'm like, why? Like, I live out of the suitcase. Me, too. So. I be, Well, first of all, so I don't lose anything. That's right. mainly it. And I have, I have a system, you know? Because um, when we went to L.A., when we went to Disneyland and all that... He, I said, can you get the red suitcase? He brought out the big suitcase that we took to Hawaii because he thought we could share. And I said, no, we're not sharing. I don't share with you. I want my own thing. I have a thing. I have a system. So we get to the hotels. He's like, well, are we going to unpack? And I'm like, are we going to unpack? Well, I'm not going to unpack. But if you would like to unpack, you go right ahead. To me, it's just one more thing to forget to check when you're leaving. Yeah, I Obviously. mean, the- the only thing I unpack is like toiletries. Yeah, my the bathroom. Yeah, right. bathroom mm-hmm. makeup stuff. But yes. and the reason why I usually keep my clothes in my suitcase is because I have outfits yeah. like packed together. Yes, and I'll take shoes out. But I mean, that's right. that's about it. I, it just and so that's why I asked him. I'm like, why did you put things in drawers? Because it because we, our 11 year old did it. We don't do that. It was yeah. bizarre. And so then I'm just like, I wonder if Ryan got his clothes out of the drawers. You know, they're going to find a Pokemon t-shirt, and, you know, a bunch of other some stuff. dirty socks or something like that. Probably. Ew. God. Well, it's, I mean, we always do a last sweep before we leave the hotel. I would never think to look in the drawers, though. Well, and he he said, he's like, I even did a last sweep of the hotel. He says, but I didn't even look in the drawer. And so I'm just like, well, whose awkward moment is this then, really? (laughs) I'm like, none of us looked in the drawer because, you know, we don't put things in there. Well, that's a weak, awkward moment because it sounds like a family affair. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. But it was my responsibility to pack up the hotel. Of course. I should have. I should have looked in the stupid drawer that never should have had anything in there. <laughs> oh, well. That is awkward, though, actually. What's more awkward is, why hasn't anybody found it? 
You know, the next patron. Well, that's the weird thing. Is the next patron like, is going to go into that hotel room and go, um, what is this? <laughs> Unless what they just these? never looked inside the drawer. Uh, they only looked in the one drawer to find the Bible by the Gideons. And then, right. you know. Right. All right. So what's yours? Mine is, okay, probably a discussion for another show. But for some strange reason, Daryl and I's sexual appetite has increased and i don't know if it's because of the impending anniversary works you know we've made it to 20 years and so everything else is gravy i'm not sure just the libidos have aligned and it's been spectacular it's been quite nice and so and i don't know what the deal is but anyway after one of our trysts i had to get in the shower and because it was morning and and he came in and we were just standing there you know talking or what whatever you do in the shower and <laughs> I had my hair in a messy bun. Mm-hmm. And so we're just standing there chit-chatting. And I had backed up so he could rinse off his hair because he had shampoo in it or something. And I have those, uh, because our shower is all glass and so it doesn't have any shelves, we have those things that you hang over the side for shampoo and razors and soap and stuff. Yeah. And they have the the knobby hooks for, you know, your puffy sponges and whatever. Right. I had backed up and I had hooked my bun under one of the hooks and I'm standing there and I was like, "Ah." I keep pulling my head. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm stuck. He goes, what? I'm like, help me. I feel like Caroline from 16 Candles. I'm like, help me. I'm stuck. Help. Cut it. Just get me out of it. Guys, guys, what would I do without you? You're my best friends ever. So he had to to unstick me. (laughs) <laughs> it was really funny. Was that's funny. Yeah, it was funny. So anyway, that's that. It was, I, I, I don't know. I could never do it twice if I tried, to be honest that's with you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So two fairly lame, awkward moments this week. Probably. I say we both lose. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I agree. We are both losers this week. You so. loser! Yes. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Thanks, everybody, for joining us again for another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you really want to help us out, please shop our Amazon link. There's going to be some great specials coming up. It's Prime Day. July 11th is Prime Day. If you're listening to this before the 11th, make sure you shop through our Ugly Truth link before you take advantage of all of those awesome deals. Also, Avon always has excellent deals. So if you're in the makeup department or not even the makeup department, they have good bath and body deals and fun other products that you might want to look at. I think that's uh, all we have for you. And so we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us and have a good weekend. That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.